coming up we get so caught up in whatever it is we need and notice how in this passage we see uh, the the prayer of petition here right and sometimes we get so caught up in asking God for what we need that we don't thank him for what we already have <laughs> and what he's already done hello and thank you for joining us on one by one podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. You wouldn't intentionally put yourself in harm's way, would you? Well, we do this spiritually every time we ignore our real enemy and leave the safety of God's presence. Join us for the message series, Maximum Security, where Pastor Rob discusses the various ways we can be spiritually secure and protected. Here's part two of the message the need for prayer. Fifth question, who should I pray for? Who should I pray for? A, yourself, yourself. Ephesians 6, 18 says again, um, and ask for everything you need, right? All right, this is coming out of our main passage. Ask for everything you need. So you should pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. You know, you're in a war, pray for your needs. Ask, all right? And be all believers, all believers. Ephesians 6, 18 goes on and says, um, always pray for all of God's people. Always pray for all of God's people. We are family. Okay, we are family. So don't be selfish in your prayer. Always pray for all people. Okay. And and get this. And this is this. I was thought about this. Because you know the scripture tells us to pray for our enemies. Yeah. But that's not part of the instruction as he's, the scripture's telling us to put on the armor of God. Think about that. It says pray for all of God's people. It's not saying don't pray for your enemies, but it's saying that if you want maximum security, y'all with me? You need to make sure Everybody else got a knife too. <laughs> y'all, y'all, you understand what I'm saying? It's like your, your enemies, okay, you know, I, I wish y'all the best, but right now I'm in a fight and I got to make sure everybody on my team got a weapon, <laughs> right? Because we're fighting for the same thing. You ain't fighting for what we're fighting for. I, I would hope that you would get on our team, but right now, uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's about me saving our saving us because we in a fight. So you got your weapon? I got my here's here's an extra one. We gotta make sure. So I'm praying for God's people when it comes to maximum security. Does that make sense? You see, you see, you see, my if my enemy come in my house at three in the morning, I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just not gonna pray for you right then. Okay, y'all, y'all, y'all get that? All right, all right. I know God says pray for my enemies, but you just intruded into my house at three in the morning, and I, I got to protect my family. I'm not praying for you right now. It's, it's just not happening. Okay, uh, it, it's not happening. 
Okay, I'm, 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 in fact, I'm going to try to take you out because I don't know what you're going to do to me and my family. I have to protect me and mine, right? I got to protect me and mine. I haven't been trained. I haven't been trained on how to hurt you and not kill you. I ain't been trained on that. I don't, I don't know how to do that. So when I see you coming, I'm trying to take you out. You know, I, 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 I'm not necessarily, I'm not saying I want you want to I want you to die but I want my family to live is what I'm saying I'm fighting for the life of my family that's what I'm doing and because you intruded into our space and I don't know what your intentions are Amen. and so the instruction is pray for all of God's people Make sure everybody else got a bat, some hot water. I don't know. <laughs> whatever weapon. <laughs> whatever weapon. <laughs> whatever weapon you can have in this fight that's going to help us, you know, not get harmed, right? This is a spiritual battle. <laughs> uh, 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 Matthew 6, 9 um, part of the Lord's Prayer, what we call it anyway, it says, this then is how you should pray, our Father in heaven. You, you notice the, the collective, Jesus said this is how you should pray. This is a co collectively, he's saying, you should say our. So you're, you're, con you're, in, you're praying in consideration of other people in your spiritual family. Our Father. Who's in heaven? Give us this day our bread, right? So pray for God's people. Pray for other believers. Right. Number six question. Uh, what should I pray? What should I pray? Ephesians 6, 18 goes on and says, pray with all kinds of prayers. Pray with all kinds of prayers. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you five kinds of prayers. And, you know, you can, you know, put different titles or label them different kinds of ways. But I'm going to give you five. A, prayers of praise and adoration. Prayers of praise and adoration. Matthew 6, 9 and 10 says, again, the Lord's Prayer, what we call it. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And Jesus said, this is how you should pray. So we should praise God, honor God, glorify God in our prayer. Prayer of adoration, our Father, your name is hallowed, your name is holy. Your name is separated above all names. And Father, we pray for your will to be done, not ours. Your will. Prayer of praise and adoration. And then B, prayers of petition. Prayers of petition. Uh, making requests. Matthew 6.11 goes on and says, give us today our daily bread. Give us, give us, Lord, there's something we need you to give. We need you to give us our daily bread. So you're requesting your daily bread. Okay. Prayer petition, prayer request, right? And we said earlier that pray for your needs, pray for your needs. 
And then C, um, prayers of confession. Prayers of confession. Matthew 6, 12 says, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. So you, when you say you, when you're asking God to forgive you of your debts or your trespasses, you're admitting that you have them, <laughs> right? That you have trespassed, that you have sinned against God. So it's really a confession and you're asking for forgiveness. I'm confessing, Lord, that I have sinned. All right, so it's a prayer of confession. So we should pray that, those, that kind of prayer as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then D, prayers of intercession. Prayers of intercession. Philippians 1, 4 says, and Apostle Paul in his letter to the church at Philippi, he says, in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. So he says, I'm praying for you guys. I'm, and it's, it's, I'm interceding for you on your behalf and praying for your well-being. Again, we are a family. All right. So we, we shouldn't be selfish in our prayers. We should pray for each other. Pray for God's people. And Paul is exemplifying that here in this passage. And then the last kind of prayer is prayers of thanksgiving. Prayers of thanksgiving. Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, <clears throat> but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And this, this is an important one that sometimes we forget to do. We get so caught up in whatever it is we need. And notice how in this passage we see uh, the, the prayer of petition here, right? And sometimes we get so caught up in asking God for what we need that we don't thank him for what we already have <laughs> and what he's already done. And this passage is instructing us not to do that. So you should always have an attitude of gratitude. No matter what your need is, you should have an attitude of gratitude. Asking God, thanking God first for what he's already done and what he's already, already given you. And then making your request known. So we're saying make your request known with thanksgiving. Make sure you do it with thanksgiving. Okay. And then um, Colossians 2, 6, and 7 says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Overflowing with thankfulness. <clears throat> when you run into someone who's overflowing with thankfulness, it's contagious. I don't know. It does something. For, I don't know. For me, it does something. I hear somebody just, just so thankful. You know, my son, my son, and he's been doing this for years. When he was still in high school, and probably before that, yeah, when he'd been a kid, he's doing it for years. Thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. 
you know, thank you. You know, we, you know I, I get up cooking some breakfast. Thank you, Dad. You know, thank you, thank you, Dad. Thank you, Dad. Thanks, pops. You know, and it's and it's it's it just warms my heart when he does that. It just you know, cause you know I you know I don't ask him to do it. I mean, at some point in the line, he picked it up. You know, within our raising, somehow he picked it up. But I'm not at the time. I'm not asking it. I'm just trying to you know um, do what I got to do as his father. And he said, "Thank you, thank you, thank you." You know, <laughs> and and it, it's contagious when that happens. You know, and then here come Micaiah. Thank you, G Daddy. Thank you. <laughs> it's contagious, you know. And so we just, you know, it's, uh, it does something. It does something to the culture, the family culture, you know. It's, it's, when there's gratefulness, right? Thank you, thank you. So it should be the text is instructing us to overflow with thankfulness. In Colossians four two, it says, "Devote yourselves to prayer." Being watchful and thankful. So it says, and we talked about persevering in it, it's saying you should be devoted to prayer. Devoted to prayer. And part of that is being watchful and thankful. All right. And you can always say thank you. You can say thank you for all kinds of stuff. I told y'all before, and I tell you again, when I, when I brush my teeth, I say, thank you, Lord, for the toothpaste I'm about to use. I do. I'm not kidding. I'm not making that up. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I say, thank yeah, I do. <laughs> thank you, Lord, for the toothpaste. <laughs> thank you for my teeth. There you go. <laughs> Amen. That's right, sister. Thank you for my thank you for the teeth. I'm about to use the toothpaste to brush. All right, you see, you you're trying to change my prayer. Look at you. <laughs> I'm gonna have to add that to my prayer now. Attitude of gratitude, and we we sometimes we just fail to see the goodness of God, and then we hit one bump in the road, or we we go through one loss or whatever it is, you know. And it, and it, I ain't talking about severe loss. I'm talking about minor losses, like my car. I went to the gas station. One time, and um, at the time, I, I I considered my car to be still relatively new, and um, and the wind was blowing a little bit, and uh, so when I got out to pump my gas, usually when I get out and pump, you know, I I leave my door open because I dump my garbage can that's in the in the slot in the door, and I go back and grab it and dump it. And, so the wind was blowing a little bit, and I was saying, and then I was, my door was next to this pillar, and that potentially the wind could catch it and make my door move and hit the pillar and mess up my pretty paint job, right? And so I, I, I did an assessment. I said, oh, I think I, I think I can go and put put the pump in and get back before the wind catch it. And sure enough, I got put the pump. <laughs> I put the pump in, and on my way back, the wind picked up, and it oh, <laughs> it blew my door, and it hit the pillar. And I was, oh. <laughs> I went through a little thing. I was like, oh. I, I don't even want to look. I don't even want to look. That's up my pretty paint job, right? And so then I, I look at the door, and I saw, like, Five, six marks, you know, and, you know, it's like, oh, 
went through a little, you know, thing. And I said, ah, you know, whatever, you know. <laughs> but for a moment, though, I had to go, I had to, I had to process. I had to process. And, and it's about gratitude. It's about gratitude. Just about gratitude. And then one day, I was on the freeway, and um, I'm driving, and this, this thing flew up. And, you know, and it's coming at me. And um, and I and the way it was kind of flopping, it, it looked like it was something innocuous, you know, wouldn't harm nothing. And then it, it came and then it, it hit my side mirror, my driver's side mirror. And then it hit it and I could hear it. I said, oh, that's not innocuous. <laughs> that's not innocuous, right? And I'm going like, oh, <laughs> right? And so um, when I finally parked, I get out of my car and I go and look at the mirror and then it got all kind of marks on it. I'm trying to see if it'll rub off. You know, it didn't rub off. And so I had to just, you know, okay, whatever, you know. <laughs> but my point is I had to go through a little phase, you know, I had to go through a little phase. I, I ain't by myself. I know I ain't. I'm just I'm just sharing. I'm being open with y'all, but I know y'all go through this kind of stuff with some stuff anyway. It might be your nails when you get your nails did and then something happened that didn't dry yet all the way, right? And then you go, oh, you know, I got to paint it again or whatever. But anyway, I'm just telling you the story is that we got to have an attitude of gratitude and so that we don't let these kinds of things stomp us. And we're tripping over trivial stuff. Um, and it's a, it's a struggle. It's a constant struggle. And I just gave you two incidents of mine. You know, um, y'all want the mic? <laughs> All right. All right. So overflow with thankfulness. Overflow with thankfulness. And be watchful and devoted to prayer. First Timothy 4. Four and five says, for everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected. It is if it is received with thanksgiving. And he's talking here about um, eating meats and particularly meats you know, um, offered to idols and different things. And so it's, it's saying that um, nothing is, is uh, received, uh, is rejected if it's received with thanksgiving. And verse five goes on and says, because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. So we need to. You know, receive things with thanksgiving that we eat. All right. And then First Thessalonians 5.18 says this, and this is a powerful one. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will concerning you in Christ Jesus. So when you, if you're looking for what God's will is, part of it is to give thanks in all circumstances. So you can be assured that when you're doing that, you are in the will of God. This is God's will concerning you. Give thanks in all things, even when stuff fly up and hit your car. Right. <laughs> or the wind blows. Y'all give, give thanks in all things. When you brush your when you brush your teeth and not your gums. Right? Right. So, so thank you for that, sister. Give thanks in all. And even if you don't have to, even you are brushing your gums. Thank God for your gums. <laughs> right? And this is real stuff. It's real stuff. This is real stuff, y'all. So we want to we want to pray always and give God thanks and don't wait till Thanksgiving to do it. Every day, all the time, as we've been just been been talking. Amen. You've been listening to One by One, 
Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I've made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. See, when we know the word and it becomes a part of our lives, it becomes a, 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 a teammate, if you will, in our life. It becomes a partner in our life. It, it, it joins uh, our team, uh, the team of our life. Thank you for listening.